Did the show. Ha- have you guys seen the the video of the corgi trying to reach his ball? Mm-hmm. Uh-uh. So so the corgi. Oh, uh, he's, he's trying to get the. Yeah, he's, oh, yeah, he can't go hilarious. any farther than yeah. his face because yeah. his little legs are just little stumps. Yeah. So he's like. <laughs> <laughs> I did see a video of a corgi in a bath. And its butt kept floating up to the surface. <laughs> turtle calm, turtle calm, replace my rage with your calm. Take me back where I belong, back when my life had hope. Alex and Tim lend their boys to Old Splinter and the boys. Tell us tales of turtle toys and Pat Fraley's quips and quotes. <laughs> Cover me with toxic ooze I've got nothing left to lose Give me bebop, keep the booze Cause he's my favorite swine Turtle come, turtle come Two kilos of turtle come If you teach me what I want Then April could be mine Greetings, Turtlecom listeners. Hello and good night. Welcome to another fine episode of our classic TMNT nostalgia. We are your hosts, the famous Tim Smith and... Daleks, the all-knowing fitness walrus. (laughs) So you really suck at fitness. (laughs) (laughs) No, I'm good at fitting all this donut in my mouth, you know what I mean? And the ladies (laughs) love Like a walrus. Some girls just like a bigger man. No big deal. More to hold on to. That's not actually me in real life, but you know what? I, we can all dream. I like to imagine that is the voice of a walrus, because an actual walrus, I don't know what it sounds like. It doesn't sound like... Yeah. <laughs> just kind of awful, unintelligible grunts. It's like if a dog can barks. yell at kids to get off its lawn. away. <laughs> <laughs> Really <laughs> 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 listening to us, odds are you went on iTunes and searched Turtle Comp. Thank you very much. Or you've been sitting on an iceberg somewhere in the South Pacific. South Pacific. <laughs> and uh, maybe a cruise ship passed by and some kids were blasting us out and you heard us off. Global warming or something has pushed walruses to the South Pacific. I yeah, guess. and a whole iceberg there. Don't worry, it's true. Ask uh, the Republicans. <laughs> Uh, we also have a Facebook page and a Twitter account, uh, all under Turtlecom Podcast, as well as our Instagram. Ah, oh, ever popular Instagram, Twitter, and this. Ah, uh, that's pretty much it. That's pretty much it. <laughs> <laughs> Joining us today in our studio, uh, which we were back in, in our morning slot, so we're full of coffee and donuts. Yeah, you wouldn't know the difference, but we do. <laughs> we feel we it. We really feel it. <laughs> Down. <laughs> uh, joining us, uh, returning for second season for us is Katie Maloney. Yeah. Also, also known as Katie Self. Uh, true. <laughs> Depending on who you ask, her husband. <laughs> <laughs> I think I was Katie Seawolf last I was on. That's right. That's right. That's better. Mm-hmm. Joining us is Katie Seawolf. <laughs> <laughs> so of all your of all the houses in Game of Thrones, yours is the most vicious, right? Uh, yeah. yeah, we are the sea wolves. Yes, we we rule the north and the boats. <laughs> I just started watching. Mother of fur. <laughs> uh, I've been watching that for the first time ever, like for the like last two months. I'm only in the second season, but I've decided that the theme song, the chorus goes. That part should be Peter Dinklage. Peter Dinklage. This show doesn't work without Peter Dinklage. Dinklage, Peter Dinklage. These writers don't kill Peter Dinklage. Peter Dinklage. <laughs> now I'm picturing uh, your actual um, like house symbol because mm. Starks have taken the wolf. You can't have that. But yeah. since you're a sea wolf, you could be half octopus. I'm a wet dog. You're. <laughs> You smell real it's bad. Just, yeah. It's that Welsh corgi in the bathtub. Yeah, yeah. my butt flow. <laughs> <laughs> yep. I think that's a good start for her. Yep. <laughs> just go ahead and have an artist. Thanks for having that. me. I'm, I'm very happy to be here. <laughs> and no, it's our pleasure. Name. Joining us today, yeah. also <laughs> Noah Nevins. <laughs> Also known as Noah Octopus Arms. You no, know, there's a lot of names for Noah. <laughs> Noah Octopus Arms. You can make them all up as you want off the spot. That's fine. <laughs> yeah, we'll go along in time for history to continue. So yeah, it's, uh, it's 
destroy a part of my name, you can obviously tell it's been through history for quite some time. Yeah. Nevins or octopus arms? Both. Oh, They're, interesting. She she got it on the nail. With the I knew it. Arms. I knew it. We've never met, but, but I, she I knew. saw it in your she, eyes. She knew my past life. I had a lot more arms. <laughs> well, I think it's the bag of tentacles next to your legs there. That might that be what gave it away. I don't know why you brought those. Well, I saw a picture on Instagram today of. Uh, uh, was it? It was somebody took a picture of their day of the tentacle, like floppy disks, and posted it. That was kind of cool. That is amazing. I would. I never got to play Day of the Tentacle. I was a huge Maniac Mansion fan, uh, but I never played Day of the Tentacle, and I always wanted to because those point-and-click adventures are the shit. <laughs> Please remake it, Sierra. Please just even like just give us another chapter in the saga of Maniac Mansion. What's, what's his name? Who, do, who do, was responsible? Tim Schafer. Is he responsible? Could that? be. It was the same guy that did Monkey Island or whatever. I don't remember. Yeah. Some, yeah, maybe Tim Schafer. That, that checks out. We'll comment and correct that next Yeah, we will. Because we don't know anything. Monkey Island? Was that the PlayStation game? Uh, it was originally oh, a PC game, but it came out on the PlayStation Network in 360 with like better animation. I, I was well, and also I think, I think, I think on the Wii. You're probably thinking of Super Monkey Ball or, or something. Oh, or yeah. Ape Escape, I think is what I'm thinking. <laughs> That's a fun one. Not, it was definitely not that game. They have like hats. Oh, I hit the microphone. I saved it. I saved the microphone. No hats. I got too excited Damn. about monkey hats. <laughs> And on Ape Escape note, <laughs> I think it's about that time, Daleks. You better believe it is. Let me just tap this old dun-dun-dun-dun-dun. Dun-dun-dun-dun-dun. It's time for comments and corrections. Yeah, it is. All right. So exciting. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this isn't yeah, me cracking knuckles. Yeah. May edit that. The sound effects here. No, don't are leave it. Actually, cracking knuckles is perfect for my very first note Hit. or comment. Uh, this is really unrelated, mostly unrelated to everything. But last night, I just finished finally because I'm slow at things. The new Daredevil season. Oh, on you're faster than I am. <laughs> I, I've been staring. It protects at him. you from behind, right? I mean, he's been looking at you. <laughs> <laughs> like, like a gas. I mean, <laughs> protecting you from behind. <laughs> that yeah. was two poles. So that was one of their alternate <laughs> subtitles. They they were like, "Man without fear" or "Protects you from behind." I don't know which one should we go with. <laughs> I'd say go Rods. with both <laughs> because both are important. <laughs> Uh, it took me a while, though, because it came out April 10th of this year. It did. Uh, but unlike people who binge-watched it, I'm just like, you know, I love Daredevil, and I feel like it's relevant because Ninja Turtles has a, an origin in, in the Daredevil yeah. universe. Uh, especially with the whole idea of Stick versus Splinter being the master for the either one. They both Hand do. versus the foot. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There's that whole connection there. But honest to God, I just didn't really care for it. Oh, really? Yeah. I think I gave I gave it a four, but out of five stars. But I probably would have given it. Still pretty bad, yeah. That's like pretty good review. Care for it? Four and a half out of five. (laughs) (laughs) It should have been a three for me. Okay, should have been a three. I felt like it was a three, but I didn't want Netflix saying, "Oh, he doesn't like Daredevil." Yeah, but no, I I like Daredevil. But I I gave it away, so (laughs) now they edit that out. Yeah, Yeah. (laughs) oh, they've already heard it. They listen to everything. Everything. This one is set in the Marvel Cinematic universe, sharing continuity with films of the franchise, and is uh, the first in a series of shows that will lead up to a Defenders crossover miniseries. Which I'm fine with. I think everybody's fine with that. I don't know, I don't think this will cross over with the Marvel, like, uh, Civil War or any of that. No, I don't think, I think like DC, they're trying to keep um, their TV universe disparate from their cinematic universe. That's probably that's a good thing because I, honest to God, I think that the best performances were Toby Leonard Moore and Bondi Curtis Hall, who played Wesley and Ben mm. on the show, because uh, they were just so nuanced and so so so. You're talking about uh, Ben Urich. Uh, ben Urich, yeah, yeah. the, the, the reporter Ben yeah. Urich. Those two characters I felt like were the strongest actors in the show, followed by Rosario Dawson, who played Claire, the the nurse, mm-hmm. and Eldon Henson, who played Foggy. Eldon's great. I'm a, I've been a big fan of his since he did that Shia LaBeouf movie for like Project Greenlight. Uh, really? A chillion years ago. Yeah, yeah. I've been yeah. a fan since Sh- Shaker Josh. Heights. Yeah, they <laughs> yeah. filmed some of that in my hometown. Yeah, they did. Sierra Madre. Oh, yeah. I was like, okay, yeah. JK's. But oddly enough, I felt like the worst performances in the show were by uh, Charlie Cox, who played Matt Murdock, (laughs) Deborah Ann Wool, who played Karen. Yeah, she's okay. uh, She's pretty to look at. (laughs) Vincent D'Onofrio, who played Fisk. I felt like all three of them were just 
the most contrived performances in the entire show. Hmm. Like, I don't know if they have great acting ability, but I don't think that I think they were so limited by what they were with by the material that they couldn't do anything. Bugger. I think the, the uh, was bad. I think I think the the story that they were telling was great, but the line by line dialogue yeah. was terrible, yeah. and their performances had to be so one sided. Uh, like you know, Fisk is I'm trying to save the city, but I'm evil. And Daredevil is uh, I want to be a good guy and save this city, but I don't want to kill anybody, and I'm I'm mad about that. And then the Karen character is kind of like I'm just trying to mess everything up. But <laughs> <laughs> well, she is hot, so she's gonna do something. Like, I'm uh, just going to mess everything, everything up. up. And uh, and sorry, that's my synopsis of Daredevil. Agree with it or disagree with it, if you will. I will get back to you as I have yet to finish the series myself. I haven't seen it. I'll give it three point five stars. (laughs) (laughs) Just going off my thoughts. I'm a little extra critical because I always thought Daredevil was like the the coolest of all the all the superheroes Mm -hmm. in the Marvel universe because he's blind and he does all that cool yeah. stuff. Yeah. He's like basically a blind Spider-Man. Using his senses to be able to go, oh yeah, I can time the rain and everything. You can just, mm-hmm. yeah, that's great. That's, can that's... we talk about how great the Ben Affleck movie was? Yes! <laughs> <laughs> no, we cannot. <laughs> uh, talk Seattle for us? Uh, yeah, so uh, in a previous episode, I believe it was 32A, uh. we were talking about um, the Al Gore movie that I have a copy of that I've never watched. Well, proof that I've never watched it, I don't have that Al Gore movie in Inconvenient Truth. I have <laughs> The Eleventh Hour, which is a knockoff of the Al Gore movie. <laughs> you know, it's recycled, Dallas. It's recycled, yeah. yeah. By Leonardo... I think Leonardo DiCaprio was a producer on it. Well, we Tim and I both discovered that recently, and I was like, oh, I was wrong. <laughs> this doesn't say an Inconvenient Truth. Is this the publishing company on the cover? Yeah. Okay. Uh, Still haven't watched it, so no big deal. <laughs> Next one up, uh, we discussed going over Niagara Falls in a barrel. Yeah, and like in last episode, uh, and none of us really were like, oh, I'm sure one person did it. Yeah, one person did it. I would do, what? I would do that. You would do that. I would do that. Well, apparently, in October 1829, Sam Patch, who called himself the Yankee Leapster, <laughs> jumped from a high tower into the gorge below the falls and survived. This began a long tradition of daredevils eh, trying to go on <laughs> over the falls. And uh, they caught blind. Wait, did, did this, this dude look- jump off of a lot of things because he was called the Yankee Leapster? Must be. <laughs> Either that. He started or- with cars and then started jumping off of flagpoles <laughs> and then. What? I like jumped off of curbs, then cars, then <laughs> buildings, <laughs> and waterfalls. <laughs> and then I retired. The buildings were tough, though. They didn't have twice which to waterfalls. They were never forgiving. Never. <laughs> but get this on October 24th, 1901, so nearly like 80 plus years later. No, no, 70 plus years there. Uh, 63-year-old Michigan school teacher, what? Annie Edson Taylor, was the first person to go over the falls in a barrel. As a publicity stunt, she survived, bleeding but virtually unharmed. Holy shit. Soon after exiting the barrel, she said, No one ought ever to do that again. <laughs> No one on the moral. You have a moral obligation to never do this. Like she the, is a school teacher. Yeah, I like the idea of, of them like like pulling her out of the water in this barrel, and she's just like, oh god, no, 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 uh, a domestic cat named Iagara was sent over the Horseshoe Falls in her barrel to test its strength. What? <laughs> a domestic cat? Contrary to rumors at the time, the cat survived the plunge unharmed and later posed with Taylor in photographs. <laughs> Since wow. Taylor's historic ride, 14 people have intentionally gone over the falls in or on a device despite her advice. Some have survived unharmed, but others have drowned or been severely injured. Survivors of such... Oh, wow, there you go, guys. <laughs> Someone doesn't care. Survivors of such stunts face charges and stiff fines as it is illegal on both sides of the border to attempt to go over the falls. So if you do it, you're either going to jail or to hospital. Yeah. And jail. And there was one person who said he got like a $500 fine. 
Oh, that's just, it? I'm sure it's I gone would, up over the years. Pro- hey, kids, everybody try it. You only get fined $500. Yeah. <laughs> Ask your parents for that money. No. Well, we thought it was like one person. It turns out it's been like oh, dozens. Yeah. Well, so. Interesting. I changed my mind. I wouldn't. But have, have there been casualties? You, you said something about people being harmed. No, but drowning. Yeah, oh, yes. Yeah, that's people, true. I mean, You're she got listening. beat up when she ca- when went over the barrel. Beat up? Well, like, like she said, she came out... Uh, Virtually unharmed, but she but was survived bleeding. Oh, oh, I thought like once she got out, people were like, <laughs> "Don't ever do that again." <laughs> Learned your lesson. What does a woman think she's doing? Beating us to the. <laughs> this is a man's job going over a fall <laughs> in a barrel. <laughs> you shouldn't have survived. <laughs> oh, and the boat we were talking about was called the Maid of the Mist Boat Cruise. Oh, is that the one that Jim Carrey was on in the Bruce Almighty? Maybe. Oh, if I know. I'm that just, sounds so familiar. I feel like it is. Yeah. It's, it's, it's a tourist attraction. is to take the boat cruise out to the Niagara Falls on the Maid of the Mist and see the romantic point of, from there, I guess, is the... What is it called here? The, the Maid of the Mist Goat Island offers a view of the falls and is accessible Did by... Food. Goat Island? Uh, yeah, that's one of the islands. There's Goat Island. Oh, yeah. Uh, oh, one of the viewing points is called is to see the view of Bridal Veil Falls. So maybe that's like Bridal Veil Falls. Maybe the mist goes out and sees it, and it's romantic. I don't know what we were talking about. That. Yeah, people getting married on the boat. And whatnot. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. It's Niagara Falls for you guys. Did you have another one, Dee? So yeah, lat thirty-two. You had brought. It was so impeccably timed. While we were watching uh, all of womankind be ber- berated by uh, Richard Merwin, uh-huh. the uh, Catwoman from Channel 6, Tim piped in with a hilarious quote from the Upright Citizens Brigade oh, yeah. uh, about the Hot Chicks Room, which I went back and watched. It was yeah. episode one, episode of, one of the entire series ever. But sh- I, I got to correct you, man. You said the uh-huh. 70s. They've actually been there since the 80s. Since the 80s. But they are replaceable. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> really trivial, but I watched it and I laughed my butt cheeks off. Yeah. Because it's very funny. Bucket of Truth. Bucket, Bucket of Truth, yes. Oh, gosh, it was so great. And the Unabomber. No big deal. It was. Uh-huh. If you've never watched the Upright Citizens Brigade, the sketch comedy series on Comedy Central, absolutely go watch it. You yeah. can borrow it from me. Because mm. <laughs> oh, I have all okay. three seasons. Uh, and the last thing, which is kind of my last comic correction, is a lead into the season this time around. Uh, we ended last season with Shredder and Krang in the Technodrome falling down into the Earth's core through like a pool of lava or mm. magma or whatever you want to call it. And you just hear them like yelling out and just like gargling. While it's sinking beneath the uh, the waves, yeah, yeah. Just like, I hate those turtles, Zoidberg. Yeah. Okay. So, <laughs> lava is a liquid at temperatures from 700 to 1200 degrees Celsius, up to a hundred thousand times more viscous than water. It's so 700 to 1200 degrees Celsius. No, they're not gargling that. <laughs> they themselves are probably evaporating most of it. <laughs> That's probably what it was. That was the sound of evaporation. Yeah. <laughs> a little scientific for the eighties guys. Um science. They didn't they didn't they, have Celsius they didn't know in the eighties. <laughs> I still don't know what Celsius is, so they definitely didn't know. <laughs> it's something the Brits fucking use. <laughs> right, right? It's like it can't be that hot. It's just red. <laughs> it's just red white is when it gets hot. Yeah, white white is super we'll about that. Yeah, red is normal. <laughs> <laughs> that was comments and corrections. <laughs> oh, I love me some comments and corrections. So we can now get to start up season three of the TMNT series. Uh, this episode originally aired September 25th, 1989. And the last episode of season two to air, which was not the final episode of the season, which True. we covered last episode. Well, the last episode aired, I believe, December 26th of 1988. So there's been... A significant gap. Nine whole months in between seasons. Uh, So a lot of the in-jokes this episode, I feel like, are referring to probably the business deals that they were making in between that time gap. But this one is written by the the predominant author of these uh, prolific. We could even say, (laughs) yeah, of these of the whole series, Michael Reeves. This episode is called "Beneath the Streets." 
So we open, and Raph is watching robot battles. Durr. Donnie is playing with a robot toy turtle that he's making. Extra dur. And Leo is reading. Double, double, double dur. Yeah, reading. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and Mikey is in the back baking a granola and licorice pizza, all of which, for some reason, makes Splinter mad. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, they say, uh, I don't hands. I hate reading! <laughs> He's expanding his mind. Don, uh, Mikey yeah. is, is making food for everybody. <laughs> How is this not being productive? The only one at fault here is Raph, who's sitting on his derf. <laughs> yeah. Just hanging out. Just watching you robot fighting. Should have been doing his cocktails. Yeah. yeah. For been. six hours, though, apparently. <laughs> I don't know when they're supposed to eat or do anything else. <laughs> Why are the four of you not doing your daily cutters? Oh, well, well, we thought we'd take some time off and... What Donatello is trying to say, Sensei, is that we thought we deserved a little vacation. Kata's, like, guys, there is a there's a trailer. <laughs> I've never heard the word kata before. I've never heard that word before. There is a trailer I just watched yesterday for a movie called Jim Kata. What? G Y M K A T A. Uh-huh. Huh. It's a real film. It's a dude <laughs> who's a gymnast. Oh. And he gets hired by like the like FBI or something to okay. to become like a, a martial art gymnast, and so he Whoa. like martial art gymnasizes is everybody. This, <laughs> is this in the vein of like Kung Fu Fury, or is this like it, a Lifetime movie? It, it's oh, it kind of <laughs> looks like it could be a Lifetime. Like it has that grainy. <laughs> okay, because at first I thought you were talking about something that was akin to like the Miami Connection. A horrible '80s action flick. No, it, 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 it maybe it is close to that. Okay, but it's. I highly recommend looking up the trailer for Jim Kata. Jim, okay. just I, that made me I'm think of that because I've, I've never heard the word I did Kata before. For 14, 15 years, I was like, whoa. Yeah, I was gonna go be in the Olympics and I broke my femur actually. Whoa. So that's why I'm like, whoa, that could have totally been my job. Totally <laughs> you might want to like, talk to the CIA. CIA? I, yeah. Huh. Okay. I, somebody <laughs> like, hey, I have a lot of flipping skills. You Government could use me agents. in pretty much everything. <laughs> well, you, for, yeah. unfortunately, you'll need to have like, like bars in the middle of alleyways and like that's what's nice. The, the hobby horses. Everything. Oh, yeah. No, no, no. Like there's a scene where it's just oh, like, the, oh, there's, there's just one right in the middle. Yeah, that middle. that one. Yeah. Well, that's ridiculous. Hobby <laughs> <laughs> horses are really hard to set up. They need to be like stabilized out with mats and everything. Yeah, there's, no, it's in like the middle of, a, yeah. of an arena or, or the middle of like some <laughs> some shack somewhere. <laughs> okay. Of course. Okay, that's yeah. Like, you know, New York City alleys. No, Scott sounds like the the lost world with the, the his daughter who's like a gymnast. Like, I never saw the lost world. Jurassic Park two? No, I never saw it. Oh, oh yeah, I saw it, but it's been way too long, and I try to. Like, his, I, I, yeah, Ian Malcolm's daughter, who like she's a uh, gymnast, and so there's a point in the movie where they're being attacked by raptors, and she uses like uneven bars <laughs> to swing around and kick a raptor oh through the window. Oh my god! Oh my god! Oh. There'd be like rings and we just, like iron cross, and all of a sudden it comes up to me, and I'm just like spitting its face or something <laughs> while like doing iron cross. Lower down. <laughs> oh, I need to see. This movie now. Yeah, I had you no need idea. to see Jurassic Park you could too. Kick a raptor it's in a the real face. Dumpster yeah. pile of yeah. it. <laughs> uh, where were we? Oh, so yeah, he says daily katas, and then oh right, oh, God. <laughs> that was all my fault. A kata, <laughs> uh, just for a brief moment. A kata is in oh, martial yeah. arts. I happened to study briefly. Uh, Shonru, which is an Okinawan style of karate, mm-hmm. and kata are kind of like the progressions of you know movements. of movements mm-hmm. that you cool. practice in order to you know say. gain proficiency in the art. Oh, cool. Interesting. No. Well, that's good to know because that's a real thing. What he says next is not. No. <laughs> I'm trying to see the whole CIA gymnast thing, so I need to practice my katas. Yeah. This is my, one of my favorite lines from the whole series growing up. Like, we, me and Gabe would pass this line back and forth. Oh, my God. That one caught me but, uh, totally off guard. I was like, whoa. <laughs> uh, the, I mean... I'm not a Native American, but if I was, I'd be... 
wicked. Uh, Who's offended. it more offensive to? People of Asian descent or people from Native America? Why not both? Yeah. <laughs> Always thinking, Katie. Yep. Offend everybody. Might as well. If it was South Park, that would be one thing. It's a kid's it's, show. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and then Splinter has the audacity to be like, like, He's like, you are still crime fighters. Now that Shredder's gone, I was like, aren't they teen teenage mutant ninja turtles? <laughs> where, where is it written that that means they're crime fighters? Teenage mutant crime fighting ninja turtles. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Generally, ninjas aren't they supposed to be thieves? Defenders <laughs> of peace. I don't know. Uh, I say Shredder or, or Splinter. <laughs> Splinter <laughs> throws some major shade. Ooh, that yeah. It's like a whole. Like, four second shot of him just turning his head like oh. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of angry splinter face <laughs> it was a nice, it's just it was flames a nice in his eyes and the and it was like RuPaul shade <laughs> it's great that's kind of how my mom is when I, like, I used to be a kid in the morning and she'd like get up to get like ready for work she'd just like look at me and stuff and I'd like run at me and I'd like run around because she would just I'd be asleep until the last second and then she'd pretty much just yeah she was, she was she had a sweet sleight of hand touch it was great <laughs> Great. She's a sweet woman. Splinter Yeah. <laughs> uh, meanwhile, Shredder complains about getting to the surface again, and Krang's concerned with Splinter's uh, with the computer's silicon brain, which has an owie. Because <laughs> that yeah, they can't get to the to the surface without their computer. Which we see it later, and it's just a giant like green ball of slime with yeah. tubes coming out of it. Yeah, okay. which was weird because it kind of—that's what the computers looked like in the eighties, right? <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's like human centipede right? or something. Slime. <laughs> oh god! Ah, uh, shouldn't have said that. <laughs> Bebop and Rocksmith study then accompany Shredder to the surface, uh, where the turtles are driving haggardly on patrol and come across a kung fu movie marathon. I just put down here: the turtles have this look on their face like a stranger in an overcoat just exposed himself to them. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's, like, a, that's perfect. It's, everyone has the, like, concerned eyebrows. And, what did yeah. you just see? Yeah. Yeah, deeply scarred look. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but it's just supposed to be them haggard from doing six hours of oh, their daily katas. Yeah. Animators obviously didn't know the difference between <laughs> tired and, and shocked from seeing Assaulted. a huge you know that their eyes flappy were penis. Pretty wonky. <laughs> Big eyes, small eyes. Is that yeah, the wonky penis? Is it's probably is that is that what your uh, your gymnast instructor would do? Would you, like after like a brutal workout, he'd just flash you or something. You no, know, <laughs> I had a lot of Russian coaches. They were crazy, not that crazy. They, they did they did some mean things to us, but that's that's on a whole another. We did I did train at the YMCA though, so it wouldn't be. I'm not gonna say anything. Are we ready to address the feature film that they're going to see? Yes. Okay, I'm gonna say one thing before we get too deep into it. You want to say the title of it first? Uh, I'm gonna let you go for that. Okay. The title of the mo- uh, movie on the marquee, and it, it says it's a marathon, but there's only one movie. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's a ten-hour film. Uh, Kung Fu Commandos versus Chainsaw Cheerleaders. <laughs> Which, I mean, the fact that the movie hasn't been made is a crying shame, but what is... There is a video game called Lollipop Chainsaw, though, mm-hmm. which is a cheerleader with a chainsaw. Oh. Wow. Cover. Well, That's somebody fun. was doing their homework. Mm-hmm. Here's the... Attractive? Just curious. Oh, She's it's hit. totally for, like, the otaku, like, Moyo clap gotcha. crowd. Gotcha. Guys. Wait, for who? Uh, it's, uh, what do they call it? Moye? Moye? Whatever. I don't know. It's, like, where, that like, you know, really hot, like, girls lifting gigantic things and... <laughs> Well, it's like, it's just, you know, it's being overly sexualized, like, female yeah, characters. Yeah, I assumed. I was like, if they just had, like, some, like, sweater turtleneck woman <laughs> doing something, I'd be like, this is the... <laughs> She's like, you know, a twig be... in the middle, right. and then, like, two heads, and then a twig okay. for a neck. <laughs> it's like the stick person version of a woman. <laughs> the heads are boobs, by the way. <laughs> but they have eyes yeah. and mouth. Somewhere behind the nipples. And you will look boobs. at us. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm just freaked out about boobs. <laughs> Back to the title. So, uh, one of our former guests, Abby Cobb, had booked a pilot this year for CBS. Okay. Which was called Cheerleader Death Squad. I shit you not. So, wow. Mark Cherry is getting all of his ideas from 80s animation. Mm. I don't know where he got Desperate Housewives from. It, it could have been from anything. Maybe it was just an alternate title for the Flintstones. No, it's from another another Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. <laughs> 
<laughs> all of Hollywood is just going back to these other episodes. Yeah. Of Turtle. <laughs> right. Yeah. So, like, we have to remake this stuff. Let's just go back. What's no called remember. Desperate Ninja Turtles? And like, <laughs> 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 Something similar about this, but I just can't yeah. remember. Well, yeah, it's such mm. depressed <laughs> turtles. It just seems outside my grasp, but it's, just, it's so there. Mm-hmm. Uh, the four of them go in to get tickets, and, like... These the the, the ticket taker <laughs> calls them weirdos. Yeah. Was, that was such an unnecessary. He he was like four, please. Did you say four? <laughs> yes, four. He to- puts up like his two hands that only have two fingers on them. Did you say four? Yeah, that's right, lady. Four, like this. And she was just like, what? Like, looking at her hand, like, oh. I couldn't. So unnecessary. It was so weird. Uh, yeah. It was just an opportunity. It was like, it was like they needed to fill time. <laughs> <laughs> what, I, what I'd rather had happened is maybe something akin to, like, I don't know, the op- like, one of the opening songs in South Park, Bigger, Longer, Uncut. Like, let's have a little, like, you know. Now! Like, like four tickets to Asses of Fire. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> These humans are pretty. I'm, I'm with you. Okay. Why this is, the 80s. This is their down. version of that. They're mm. like, what? You want four? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Four, okay. <laughs> please. Well, she... Can I have some four, please? <laughs> That's the four? weird thing. <laughs> That's the weird thing, but they themselves are like the most grotesque-looking people that are like running this theater. Like, yeah, she was not a. <laughs> she she looked like a goblin. <laughs> well, so did the guy. Yeah, granted, she wasn't green, so I mean, not cool. the guy in suspenders. Like, only difference between her and the turtles. <laughs> she was like, those guys are weird looking, or something like that. <laughs> she's like, ah, yeah, she's like, ah, those guys are weird. You look like a rock fighter from the Neverending Story. <laughs> <Whoa>. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, Katie thinks that's true. <laughs> it's a cosplay I've never seen. <laughs> Such strong hands. <laughs> you want four tickets? Donatello tells them all in a very almost clairvoyant way to turn off their turtle comms before going into the movies. Yeah, I love four this. cell phones. Hey guys, let's turn off our turtle comms. Hey, wait a minute, Donatello. What if? Come on, bud. The world can live without us for one night. Right, no, I just, I thought it was such a interesting, yeah. like, foreshadowing of the future. I was like, because they didn't, that didn't exist. Like, yeah. that, that device and that, like, reminder that we get in mm-hmm. modern movies did not exist. It's mind-boggling to go back and watch this and be like, uh, 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 uh. Uh, they knew all they along. Know? Yeah, <laughs> but what I liked, or rather don't like, is that in this episode, they, or in back here, they fixed the whole battery problem because Splinter's like, "Oh, it's either they turned them off or not answering." <laughs> Never like maybe their battery went dead or anything. <laughs> so they fixed the whole battery problem. Are you right? kidding? Donatello made these things. Right. This battery will never die. Never die. They're like we know batteries. Is not an issue. Turtle comp, not an iPhone. <laughs> <laughs> Donatello's like nuclear fission batteries. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. uh, Shredder and Bebop and Rockstar come up in a random basement somewhere. Uh, that always bothered me as a kid. Just like, where are they? Yeah, and the manager just like totally land it, stick that landing yeah. inside of like a, an empty. I, I was also thinking, I was like, man, they they're like, hey, we need robots over within half a second. They're like, <laughs> they are amazingly quick. They found out whole you know speed travel. Apparently, these things can drill just as fast as they can make a t- <laughs> a wormhole in space time yeah. from the Technodrome to yeah. Earth in like three seconds. And they got those robots to get on board quickly. There was no... Yeah, like, two. Yeah, two. <laughs> <laughs> two robots. There's reinforcements of two. Yeah, like, uh, who, which, who's not on break? Okay. <laughs> you guys had to come yeah, We've got Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, guys we hate a lot. Just two of you will do. <laughs> yeah. Those ones are working. We'll those ones are plugged win. into the wall charging. They don't have they, they Donatello's need, batteries. They only have three-foot charger cables. They can't go far. They we'll also have a shit ton of apps running inside of them. Constantly, just not... Knocking down the batteries. Uh, <laughs> these three got spyware. They need maintenance. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think they had spyware. <laughs> Warranty, maybe. 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 No, probably not. They probably weren't even computer viruses yet. Uh-huh. <laughs> like that? Oh, like, uh, there was this really veiled threat here, which sounded like... Oh, stop complaining, you cretins, or I'll send you back down the shaft without the module. 
Shredder wants to give them the shaft. <laughs> I think that's what I took away from that one. Yeah, the whole episode. Boom. <laughs> yeah. For all you listeners, that's a sex joke. <laughs> Thanks, guys. Splinter worries about the turtles not returning from patrol and calls April at the Metro Hospital covering a story of the Medi Laser prototype. When he calls her, yes. she's got her, her turtle comp in, in a pocket, which yeah. is on her leg, but it's a complete ass shot. Like yeah. She's like sticking it out, yeah. and they're just like, boom, but... But it's awesome. Like it's, it's vibrating. Yeah, it's yeah. vibrating. It's not vibrating. There's literally no animation in this shot. Right, it's just no. the camera zooming yeah. in. So are we talking about like I? Because I missed this, yeah, and I, course, you guys were all laughing. I was jobbling my not my notes down. Down nice Don't close worry. up of April's we'll show you later. <laughs> Was it like Kardashian level butt shot? Or yeah, like, it was like, like it she was, was like, was like she was doing like one of these. It was oh. very, very rounded, and then it went down, and she was like, you could clearly tell they were making her legs and butt look good. Yeah. It wasn't just like her standing, it was like... Well, I think we're exaggerating. I don't think it was more like a shelf butt, like you could you know, set your drink on right. it like, or something like that, but it was still obvious. My like, imagination must have gone farther. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, it's like the music, too, I feel right, like. They, the you music, know, just for that really... one shot, they changed the music to be like a... Bow, bow, bow. Yeah. <laughs> and then it came back And to it didn't it. go to like, her pocket, it was like... Like, and the pocket, yeah, the pocket was like halfway yeah. off the screen. <laughs> right. I was like, Hello, Nevin. <laughs> I know we haven't spoken in a while. <laughs> but I just want you to know I still think about you. <laughs> Is it safe to assume that perhaps the director, the art, uh, the animation director's perspective was that he was sh- he was wanting this to be conveyed through Vernon Fenwick's point of view? Probably. I mean, perhaps. perhaps. Yeah. Well, now when... No, no, he seems to really not like women. I don't care how shiny your nose is. They're about to start without us whatever you say vernon women reporters <laughs> yeah, yeah that's that's so women really reporters <laughs> i mean i'm just gonna say i was i was watching an episode last night of the very first one and i was just like all right let me get back into like watching the, the what and man the they're like oh man we lost our best reporter april and they're like your best and he goes well maybe second best yeah. and then they're like looks at him well third best and he's like <laughs> if that and I was like wow first episode in April has gone from best to like fourth yeah. instantly so yeah feminism here did not exist but, no but cell phones did without batteries oh, so yeah. back to it oh. so when when Splinter calls yeah, the turtles uh, also in a pocket yeah so it ends up being a crotch shot on mm. one of the turtles because mm. it's just like right here I, so I feel too. like yeah they they don't I mean, they don't it makes sense to be like oh yeah of course that's where you keep your phone in your pocket uh, but if you're a turtle and you don't have pants <laughs> <laughs> are you keeping that in your shell which just, is that tough. yeah <laughs> just stuffing it down the stuffing side of the classroom <laughs> I feel like for fighting that would make things uncomfortable or comfortable. <laughs> it depends if you're vibrating or not. I'm gonna <laughs> call me again. Uh, well, was, I love the doctor in this one because uh, Shredder attacks uh, and steals the ray gun. Uh, that which is unfortunately Do it's it. the only one in the world. <laughs> the Jimmy Stewart mustache doctor <laughs> who looks like Doctor Wiley from Mad Mega Man. Absolutely does. <laughs> oh, oh, Splatter! Oh. <laughs> Woe is us! How will we heal ourselves? <laughs> They've stolen the Matty Laser prototype! It's the only one in the world! Be sure he's a voice in Scooby-Doo or something for one of like the people or just positive I've heard that. Clarence, one. I wanna live! Yeah. <laughs> I need a Matty Laser to do it! <laughs> He's that or Barney Fife. He's a yeah. little... Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> a little bit Andy Griffith down in... Don Knox. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> Apple Dumpling Doctor. Oh, no! Oh, no! Andy! <laughs> Sorry. Stop doing it. How many more Don Knotts references can we make? <laughs> I don't know Three's Company very well. <laughs> Do you ever see The Ghost and Mr. Chicken? What? <laughs> that was a movie starring we, Don Knotts. I feel like we talked about on this very podcast in episode, or in a previous episode of the podcast, we talked about Mr. Chicken and the Ghost. <laughs> what <laughs> the is ghost, it called? The Ghost and Mr. Chicken. Well, there you go. <laughs> uh, where he stays in a haunted mansion or something like that, and he's a 
an already nervous, scared guy. What? Don Knotts plays a nervous, scared guy? I know. Get out. <laughs> and, like, the whole thing is he has to stay there overnight in order to, like, to win an inheritance. It's oh, kind of like... I've never oh. heard of that story before. I know. I know. Every horror movie ever. Yeah. House Classic. in Haunted Hill. <laughs> All right. Moving on from yep, Don sorry. Knotts. <laughs> <laughs> That's gonna be my voice for the rest of the episode. <laughs> Splinter and April team up. <laughs> Splinter and April team up to hunt down the Medi Laser. <laughs> and uh, Splint uses his keen sense of smell to track down the Shredder. And what does he say? My keen sense of smell detects the odor of disinfectant. And then he has like a one lighter like side to the camera. It's like. Also, that ambulance is double parked in front of it. Double parked. <laughs> right. Lights flashing. Super, uh... Walkie-jockey. I swear, this episode... I mean, they must have just been, like, riding high off the success, and they were like, we're going to throw in every goofy one-liner and potential... self-aware. Yeah, oh, so self-aware. I'm interested to see what the rest of this season holds, because of. I feel like they burned all their, you know... Yeah, they made all their jokes. They blew their jokes. Yeah. <laughs> they blew their one episode. They used them all. We're no more funnies. I mean, I don't know how they Serious crime it. fighting here with Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. <laughs> oh, gosh. And then was it Transport Module Physics? I can't remember. Oh, yeah. Oh, you, yeah. you commented on that. Like, oh, the crazy drill that I just loved was sitting there, and all of a sudden you just watch it. No no jets or anything to go, we're drilling down. Why? <laughs> It doesn't gradually go. Doesn't gradually dig into the earth. It just goes fr- go shoots ninety degrees up straight up into the air. And it was right like, down. I mean, I know Pokemon. They a little bit later they did drills and they had the physics down. They're like, all right, down. They turned and they had like some levers and it went down into the ground. And you're like, all right, Pope Jesse and James got it down. Right. This one's like, mm-hmm. I love me a Team Rocket reference. Oh, yeah. <laughs> sorry, sorry, I'll do Pokemon all day. No, all right. Jesse and James know what's up. They know physics. They know an entrance and physics. They do know an entrance. <laughs> uh, so the, the Shredder and this is a commercial break. Shredder and Bebop and Roxy have returned home uh, missing a piece of the Medi Laser, which will come into play later. Uh, and the Turtles return, return home to find Splinter in a coma, and they just feel really guilty about going for pizza. Can we talk mm-hmm. briefly about this missing piece of the Medi Laser that actually looked like one of like the battery covers to like I don't know a remote control yeah I was like awesome how is that a significant piece of this draw what you know (laughs) (laughs) draw what you know that explains it all never mind moving on (laughs) totally yep works for me (laughs) they don't know what the fucking medi something looks like for real they're like just draw a plastic component have it fall off because we don't know Oh, oh no! I mean, just done writing, so. Okay. But even like, too. exactly. <laughs> even the idea of a medi laser. Yes. I don't. Is there any science fiction reference that has this? Because it feels similar, but also totally contrived. Yeah, I feel you. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think there's like uh, I've seen like you know medical lasers and stuff like in sci-fi movies and stuff before. Like, well, even if you can hurt you and heal you, right? Yeah, that's yeah. Kind of cool. Which well, the idea was like uh, prototype bad. <laughs> I think like <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I can't remember Whoops, which. The switch movie. was on the other side. <laughs> but the idea is that you can use these lasers or these rays to attack like cancerous tumors and stuff like that, and none of the other tissue. Mm-hmm. I think that's the idea. And then someone in the medical field was like, "But just in case we want to kill somebody, <laughs> <laughs> let's have a reverse on it." Yeah. <laughs> Some patient is really annoying, and, and I'm just like, "I'm so sorry." We it's lost literally him. a magic <laughs> wand, though. This isn't really a laser. It's just just beam. That spreads on a person <laughs> yeah. healed. I like how I like how uh, at one point one of the ninjas gets his swords and, and reflects it, and then it just goes back. I want to know how they knew that, like, oh right, oh, metal reflects lasers. What? It'll go yeah. back. It won't just hit me through Le- my. Leo's katanas are magic. There you go. Uh, laser deflectors. Katanas? Okay, there. Turtles <laughs> feel shame, but Krang shoots the laser like like he's holding a fire hose because it doesn't have the directional control module on it. <laughs> right. Was 
necessary. The directional control module is missing. I can't aim the battery laser without Just like what's going on? <laughs> the battery cover. Yeah. <laughs> Just looks like a jackass going like I'm just gonna shoot everything, <laughs> everything but what I want to aim at. Maybe it's like super yeah. powerful, so it just goes everywhere, and he just has no control. And fire hose. Because, because, right? Okay. He's yeah. Missing the VCR battery. Cover. Cover. The turtles find Shredder's doppelganger while randomly driving around the streets of New York City. Something that it looks. No. Mm-hmm. Strikingly, to uh, a character that has been omnipresent in all of our uh, our heroes and villains. Yeah, this is about that time. I think it's about the time to bring up. Everyone is Sherlock. <laughs> <laughs> and then they everyone, didn't even like. Everyone is deducing. I mean, well, well, this obviously means that he's in a coma, which means that his, his brain is misfunctioning, and, and which obviously means that the directional thing is what? How are Shredder's you? team. Is stupid as hell. They can't figure out anything. I mean, they just—they're not. If you look through everything, they're like, "I think that this is," and they're wrong. And you're like, "Damn, the other team had it round." They're like the bad Moriarty, Mm, (laughs) anti-Sherlock, or like Sherlock Shredder. He figures out, "Oh, I must have fallen off when I was having that squabble with Splinter before." (laughs) Right. And then Splinter's body is gone. They must have taken it too. (laughs) So the turtles must have it. It's not there on the ground up there in the basement. No. But did you see when he got hit? Too, it was like the most obvious thing. I just feel like he yeah. should have seen that. How, the way they just like, oh, he throws the cane, hits it, falls on the ground, and he just doesn't move at all. He's unfazed by the fact <laughs> he's that he's staring at it happen. Him. He's like, oh, cool, good, let's go, guys. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's dead. He's definitely dead. He's definitely yeah, okay. dead. Let's <laughs> leave. Uh, Sherlock. Sherlock. <laughs> so they run into a guy who does look like Sherlock Holmes. And even had like a kind purple, of purple British, coat. British accent. It's Shredder. Let's do it. What I said. What in business do you think you're doing? Oh, yeah, he definitely had the hat on. Yeah, the bowler derby. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mustache and stuff, yeah. and thick glasses. Looked Just a little more like Watson. Yeah, it did look a little bit like Watson. Watson. Maybe the they, cape. The, maybe the love child of Watson and Holmes. Yeah, <laughs> they were doing the combination every thing. fangirl's dream. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't want that guy. <laughs> the guy on the street that they found. <laughs> Are you, really? That's your fantasy? That guy? <laughs> I will be purchasing a bowler and some round spectacles and a cape today. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, what's funny is... Post yourself on Tumblr and you'll be perfect. <laughs> Leo comes up to him and he's just like, Ha, we've got you now. And he's holding up his katana like a madman. <laughs> yeah. Stranger on the street. Oh, I did not notice that. It's Sherlock Holmes. Kill him, Leo. <laughs> <laughs> his defense uh, though if you were to come up against your evil villain you weren't going to be like hey buddy is that you and then he's like it is and stabs you you want to have your own you'd be like motherfucker I should have been so polite God, I should have really pulled out my knife that time hey kids this is a lesson to not be polite oh! <laughs> if, he had died, if he had died or something and got hit we would have given him shit for it and been like come on he's a teenage why wouldn't he have had a sword out so just, just you know I guess devil's advocate here devil's advocate we need you that's the jumping forward here uh the they they return back to the to the catacombs or whatever, and for some reason the turtles are hanging out in the sewers while Raph is flying over the city looking for Shredder and Bebop and Rocksteady. Can I read you, Raphael? What's up? I am about five hundred feet up, and I'm looking at trouble right here at River City. Because the only, why are the three down there? There's like, you know, like four sets of eyes are better than one. And there's room on the blimp for them. Yeah, yeah there was. Well, and also like Donatello usually had like blimp duty. And this time it was Raph, which I thought was interesting. Jeez, my phone just went off. Yeah, it's okay. Why do they keep all of these these great aircrafts? I feel like they just kind of they just get them. Yeah, I, I don't never, know. Never this like I was like, oh, a blimp, oh, a car. They got a car now. I mean, I just yeah, they got a lot of well, cool stuff. The car the money. I'm wondering where they get these mods for. They're great. <laughs> cool, yeah. Giant turtle shell car. I mean, that's gonna cost some money. Stealing. Yeah, uh, they steal a lot. Yeah, because um, well, yeah, we've seen we've seen the turtle van. We've seen the blimp, and then right after this, they like, oh, you found them. Let's meet up with you on our cheap skates for with a non sequitur scene. <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> <laughs> We're on our way. 
just to remind kids, hey, you can go out and buy these cheap skates mm-hmm. at it, your local toy store. Yeah, it did feel like it was just a massive plug for all right. the merchandising. But I mean, that's yeah. what this entire cartoon series was from the beginning. Oh yeah. So they just they pulled no. I mean, I don't know what year the Turtle Blimp was introduced as a toy. I don't know if it was prior to this episode. I mean, mm. I'm assuming so. We'd seen it for a while before. But they had like the drop, like the drop bombs and all that stuff. They were like, "This is what you can also do if you buy this toy." <laughs> it was a subliminal message. I felt it. I felt yeah. it, guys. You needed it. I want to go buy if, one. Right I'm gonna buy one right now. I mean, I bought a Pokeball thing. So when they're like, "Oh yeah, you want to be a Pokemon master?" Here's a Pokeball. I was like, "Yeah, yeah I, I Pokemon master. I can't get a Pikachu." So Had there not been that cartoon, yeah, one of those games, I'd be like, "Why would I want a red and white ball?" Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> if I was the fisherman, I would want one for out. my line. <laughs> what? what? It's a bobber. It looks like a goddamn bobber. Okay, oh, yeah. Kind of <laughs> Holy sh... Oh, you just hurt my brain. Uh, that's not the little top on it, too. The little... Right. They come across Bebop and Rocksteady in the park, and they have a really stylized battle of violence. Dino power! Well, well, look what crawled out from under a rock! Where Leo blocks a boulder with his katanas. No big deal. Uh, Mikey, like, jump kicks him or something. and Boulder in the middle of the big city. Yeah. And that was a park. I guess there could be rocks. Here's the here's a, this is just for people who live in Los Angeles. Nobody else will understand this. When they're in this park, it they're like it's by the bay, but it really just like to me looked like an animated version of Ocean Avenue in Santa Monica, which there are <laughs> yeah. big rocks just sitting around, uh-huh. and there's the ocean right there. And I was like, did the animators just draw what they know? <laughs> draw what you know, <laughs> and, say uh, and say it's like New York Bay or whatever. Bam. Well, I don't know. I'm just saying. <laughs> And then they throw a... a, Oh, and then after this fight, they escape. Sorry, I'm I'm just jumping forward. (laughs) We've got like six minutes left. Yeah. Uh, And and Shredder comes out saying, like, ah, I've got a grass grenade. That'll... Because, yeah, that was the best. And once I have it, this gas grenade will dispose of them once and for all. The gas grenade is the one thing that can kill turtles. Right. Yeah. Apparently. But, and they How'd knew, though, know? when they threw it, they went, oh my god, gas grenade! They're like, not like <laughs> frag grenade, any smoke grenade. They're like, that is a gas Sherlock. grenade. Yeah. <laughs> I know that. Silver canister? Gas grenade. It's like, it's like, like this whole sequence here is so ridiculous because, yeah. like, Shredder and Bebop and Rocksteady, they they track down the turtles, stock them in the sewers, throw a gas a, grenade. A foot behind them. Yes. Oh, right, exactly. Trying to get the module them. from them. <laughs> and they're like, is anyone there? And then they're like, oh. Yeah, and then Sherlock locks it up and looks through his sword. Yo, everything. Shredder and his goons are behind us. And Leo's like, girl's like, like come like, out of there. Yeah. I know you're there. Yeah. <laughs> Come on, guys. Oh, drat. Guess I gotta throw my gas grenade, which Donatello just... Ken Griffey's... <laughs> Down a hole. <laughs> so, great plan, Shred. Yeah. Uh, and then Waste of time for all of us. <laughs> they kind of just swap items because Shredder runs off with the module uh, and Raph and Donatello, they get their hands on the, the gun, but now they can't use it because... They, they don't have the module. They can't even... Apparently, Donatello, who, who's just almost like Batman and can make anything, can't make a way for you to direct a laser <laughs> without this specific module, the, the cap that holds the batteries on it. Right, right, right. Uh, <laughs> but Raphael took uh, no pause in breaking down the fourth wall for us. Oh, uh-huh. yes. <laughs> I just want to also say no one ever blinks. Didn't, no didn't one see, I didn't see any blink. blink. I didn't see a blink. Fortunately, the hospital makes a second prototype. Batman local news. Metro Hospital has just completed a second medilaser to replace the stolen prototype. <laughs> Which means it's not the only one in the world! Oh, no. <laughs> Pretty much the same day the first one was strolling. <laughs> yeah. They're like, you know what? We'll make a better and second one. Anyway. <laughs> well, <laughs> well, we still have the plans. Can't we just make another one? Yeah. Oh, yeah! <laughs> <laughs> we'll have the Christmas same security, <laughs> Uh, so Bebop, Rocksteady, and Shredder, they go and they steal it, like, real fast. There's, like, no security whatsoever. Yeah. They're just like, give it! And they're like, yeah. fine! Right. We'll make it yeah. yeah. <laughs> We can do this all night! <laughs> uh, and so they're running off with their second laser beam, and the turtles attack them, but fortunately for Shredder, he has two foot soldiers to mm. back him up. Not an army, but Not two. the twelve he requested. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, and Mikey kicks one of them at the wall, which gets it dismembered on contact. <laughs> <laughs> I thought to myself, 
major manufacturing <laughs> Definitely. Made in China. Don't throw <laughs> our soldiers against walls. <laughs> They'll break. Yeah, well, they have a at the wrist, it falls off. At the elbow, it's just like... Yeah, they have a complete detonation button right on their back, and so it just tapped it. Huh. I mean, that's... I guess that scared out the other one because I don't know what I would do. Right? Yeah. I was just thinking that. Like, where did the second guy go? He's like, peace. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's how easily we fall. <laughs> I break apart that easily? Yeah. Oh, shit. I thought it was indestructible. Yeah. Oh. I got a wife and kids. <laughs> <laughs> oh, baby foot. Yeah, it just got real cute, real fast. <laughs> little baby bots and little, like, the purple turtles. swaddling clothes. Rock-a-bye, baby. <laughs> <laughs> the turtles uh, flood the sewers and steal the second laser, which they take back to the lair and Donatello's at Splinter back to health. And Mikey makes some comment about learning a lesson of eating 12 pizzas in a day. Uh, first, Leonardo makes a lesson of like, that just goes to show not to do nothing or something. Meanwhile, I hope you learned a lesson from this. Oh, we did, April. One can never relax in the battle against evil. <laughs> like, yeah. This is really big statement. They're really hitting you over the head is just like, maybe you should do what you're supposed to yeah. do yeah. instead of goofing off. Right. Yeah. Also, I like how April's like, oh, I'll return that Medi laser to the... I was like, bitch, you're gonna look hella guilty. If you're just <laughs> what I thought. I was like, oh, so r- reporters just get to go, hey, I found this Medi laser. No, it wasn't me. I'm just reporting it back Man, to you. you'll be going with us. Uh, no, 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 I was just... You have the right remained to silence. I was being a good person uh, giving you the laser. Nope, doesn't matter. No, the second laser. Your prints are all over it. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> but then it's, it's like she only says that she's I'm giving a back reporter. The uh, one good point. laser gun. Yeah. Well, there's two. Oh, what? <laughs> so, so like the turtles just steal, keep the first one. Yeah. yeah. Get the first consolation prize. It's like, well, you know, for our trouble. Yeah, we nobody know the first one nobody has to know about it. Yeah. Uh, secret. As long as they have one, they <laughs> can stop building the third prototype. <laughs> Yeah, and then uh, Krang reprimands Shredder for his failure, and Shred puts a metal plate over his face hole in his stomach. (laughs) Wait, what are you doing? Stop! Sometimes I don't know who I detest more, the turtles or you. Yeah, which renders him unable to move or do anything at all and Apparently. make his large person suffocate. Like, My controls don't work. These two little joysticks I move back and forth. <laughs> Can't possibly get the metal sheet off it. All right. Yeah. Last question, and we're out of here. Why was this the best episode of Turtles ever made? Um, I like the feminism. I really like the anti-feminism. <laughs> yeah. Just really, Women reporters. Right. I mean, if it's that bad back then, we're doing okay now. We're just, can get better though. We can keep progressing. We're making strides. Yeah, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Eventually, animation writers will stop hating women. Eventually. Eventually. <laughs> Today is not that day. <laughs> we're, we're still zooming in on their asses for most of the episodes. So. Tight, tighter, tight, tighter. tighter. Tight. Okay. Well, that, no, no, no. That's perfect. <laughs> Yep. Don't mind me objectifying animated women. Uh, I think I suck at Joia. That's a good reason. That, that's a great reason. That was great. Um, the only one in the world Perfect. is really great. And there was a like, there was a point when um, uh, which one was in the was it Mike? No, Raphael was in the the helicopter thing. Yeah. yeah. He said something about like I'm 500 feet up. Paulson <laughs> <laughs> yeah. refers. Inflection. <laughs> he also made that Music Man reference at that point. Oh, yeah, that that was it. That was it. The, the Can't remember what he said. Yeah, um, uh, like I'm right 500 feet up, right mm-hmm. above River City. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I gotta steal that one. Anytime somebody makes a Meredith Wilson reference, that's the best reason to be yeah. doing anything. I, mm-hmm. as much as I hate musicals, I love the most musical of all musicals, The Music Man. <laughs> It's in the name. The very first word. It's a musical called Music Man. Although sound of music is pretty musical. Sound. Yep. It's also super musicals. Very musical. But that one's more like a superhero. Yeah. He's the Music Man. He's got tits that are just like trumpets blowing air at you. Awesome superhero. Oh, God. Bronze pecs. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> I think for me, it's the, uh, it's the ever so clever, ever so smart. Like I always say, like the clairvoyance of Splinter and his like magic senses is great, but juxtaposed with that one line. Plus the ambulance is right over there. Yeah. <laughs> just uh, pointing out the ambulance because just in case you're dumb enough not to see it, April, <laughs> there's an ambulance right there. I'm just a woman. I wouldn't have seen it anyway. I'm going to make you think I'm really mystical, but there's also that. <laughs> All right. Thank you guys so much for joining us in the studio today. Yay! <laughs> is there anything uh, you guys have coming up recently that our uh, listeners would like to, might be able to check you out on? Noah, I have to ask, first of all, yes. because inquiring minds want to know, will you be reprising your role as Italian uh, painter oh, God. <laughs> anytime soon? You know, they wanted me to actually do the film before that. They're making a film of it, and they asked me to be in it. And, um... We will see whether or not I'm going to do it because I'm probably going to be hopefully in Canada, so I can't do it. All right. Um, so uh, I did a uh, play that um, Daleks came and saw that was called Standard uh, Battle of the Standard, which was about, ironically, <laughs> um, uh, Raphael, who I played, um, and uh, Michelangelo and Leonardo da Vinci. So we were all in a. Uh, it was a big giant fun. Renaissance play and um, that's cool. Yeah, it was Renaissance who done it. No, yeah, no, that's uh, not true. No. Renaissance uh whatever. Kind of kind of a Kind was, of a yeah. It was it was it taken if they um, made Leonardo and um Da Vinci or Leonardo and uh Michelangelo. Michelangelo uh because they actually all live together at the same time, so not a lot of people know that. So they had them live together and train <coughs> in Raphael mm. as an eighteen year old training so that was kind of cool but i'm going to be probably in canada for a show called realm um which is a tv show that's all supernatural and going to be a werewolf in it cool um f yes yeah so that's freaking awesome we're oh we're sending prayers to the creative director and writer because she right now is in the hospital so we've been Uh, it's been taking some time we're supposed to have already been out there but that's taking some time later on i'll have another movie that's coming out in Canada that I'm doing well not coming out but I'm shooting it in Canada called Dream Runner where I'm the lead um, superhero so that's exciting but my only thing I did right now um, you can check out on Amazon Prime and iTunes Um, I did uh, I'm in the lead in Prom Ride it's a horror feature film don't have your uh, children watch it it's not age appropriate So so you're saying there's boobs yeah, okay. There's, there's, there's boobs, and you might see my ass one or t- two times. So, oh. so you're doing all your ass work. You didn't have an ass I double. I didn't do an ass double. I got bit by the real German Shepherd police dog and scratched my blood. It was all me. Um, wow. Yeah, it was good. It was a really fun shoot. It's like saw in a prom ride. Yeah. Brave. Yeah. M and F and brave. It was brave. It was also M and M's brave. Oh my God! So M and M is. Uh, Merida and (laughs) 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 you said Eminem's brave I was talking about the the candy I know I just Uh, in my mind I I stopped being out yeah okay trying to reconnect with his mom (laughs) (laughs) makes total sense makes total sense (laughs) we got turned into a bear yeah maybe (laughs) (laughs) okay I said, I'm sorry, Mama. Didn't mean to turn you into a bear. (laughs) (laughs) That's why I write such depressing songs. It's because you're a bear. (laughs) Nobody's watching my three red-headed brothers. (laughs) Uh, Great. We'll look forward to that. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Uh, Katie? You can you can hear my voice in a video game. Uh, I think I mentioned it last time I was on uh, yeah, Shrouded Tales: The Spellbound Land. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, that came out a while ago, so you can download that. Uh, I think for like ten bucks off uh-huh. of Big Fish Games, and there's a sequel coming out fairly soon called Shrouded Tales: The Revenge of Shadows. Ooh. I play the the main character, Veronica, oh, the like, the character that you play as. Oh, so, okay. Um, yeah, you play as me. I will get to play you. I'll <laughs> yeah. be... Oh, oh, oh. It's, it's like we were just talking earlier about point-and-click mystery games. This is a point-and-click magic game. Love. Cool. Um, it's, yeah, it's like puzzles and um, lots of fun. Yeah. Is it available on what form? Like, what platform? Format. If Or... PC? PC. Yeah, yeah. Mac. You download it off of 
the Big website, Fish. Big Fish Games. Yeah, I think so. I tried. I checked out their website. Oh yeah, about it. But I was like, yeah, I don't think they host any of their games on Steam or anything like that. No. Okay. You get it straight from them. Big Fish. Download yeah. To, okay. to your operating to your desktop, system. Yeah. Desktop. Yeah. Yeah, kind of like Braid kind of thing. You just download it to your computer. Cool. Great. Um, yeah. Uh, and eventually you will hear me in um, ads before YouTube videos. <laughs> can't wait for that to come and out. And don't you dare skip those ads, you I, assholes. Yeah, you can't. You can't. They're going to be short, so you can't even skip them. You have to listen You're to gonna me. You're going to listen to her voice. You have to listen to me. Ones 15 seconds. You it, it stops everything and it makes you listen. Have you gotten those where like you mute it and it comes back and it's like, we know you were muted. <laughs> What? That's, yeah. that's my voice oh, telling you. Great. Great. <laughs> I know you were trying love. to pause me. <laughs> I'm going to play you Don't the game you and kill you a bunch. Yeah. Sorry, I'm just... Wait, we're telling we you about this deal and you're going to get it. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, they seriously have mute powers on ads, though, now? Yeah. 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 But yeah, you can't, can't you and just mute your own computer? No, they no. know. That it stops the ad. It stops it, and then so you then come back. So then when you back. bring the volume back up, you have to be like, oh. Like, if you hit what? play, it won't right. start again. You can lower the volume, up. but if you hit mute, it goes, we know, bitch. <laughs> Facebook, too, which is really annoying. I thought, you know when the Facebook like ad comes up, and it gives you, like, the full screen of an ad, and you can see sort of, like, the little bit? I was like... And it goes, well, this ad will go away in 15 seconds. I was like, cool, I'm just going to keep reading while I go through. And I noticed, if you press your finger on it and keep reading, I looked back and I was like, how many seconds do I have left? 14 seconds. After like 30 seconds of reading, I was like, oh, as I'm sitting here scrolling, they stop the time because they know that I'm not reading their thing. I'm reading what's behind their big oh giant gosh. ad. And so they make me sit there and I'm like... Uh, computers. God, I wanted to turn my computer. We're becoming prisoners to it's our own mobile devices. Go outside. Prisoners to advertisements. Go become Ninja Turtles and fight crime. Speaking of advertisements, rats. <laughs> uh, I want to plug real quick Gabe, who makes our theme song. Yay, Gabe! Thank you. Him. And yet, we just uh, because we're stupid and full of ourselves. Absolutely. <laughs> uh, but Gabe has two YouTube channels. If you want to check him out, uh, Punchbowl Haircut, where he makes a lot of his—it's all one word—all of his original songs. But then he also does, has another channel called Nintendo Four Guitar, Nintendo Number Four Guitar, where he just really quickly no pretext, no anything like that. He just goes straight into showing you how to play some of your favorite um, Nintendo songs, like Zelda themes and stuff like that, on your guitar. Are you kidding me? Nintendo 64 Ocarina of Time? Stuff like that. Give me some uh, Requiem of the okay. Diablo Fire. What is the... Yeah, Requiem uh, right, for a Dream or something. No, 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 no. No, feature that's film. That's a movie. That's a movie. Oh my god. Well, no. It's not oh. just Zelda, guys. He does Mario. Well, he does yeah, but Metroid. Zelda's the most yeah, important. Zelda's the one that actually has music to go along with the game. And I just got a projector in my house hmm. now with my Nintendo 64 and I was playing Mario 64 last night. So if you have a guitar, he shows you how to play those songs. Do that, people. Go can to I, this Can thing. I be a big jerk and plug something else I totally oh. forgot? Yes. If you're a fan of podcasts, which you must be. Okay. <laughs> listening. I am. Why would you assume that? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I didn't mean to assume, guys. Uh, I, I'm also in another podcast called Cosmic Love. What? It is, um... A, 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 a like a late night radio like sex talk show oh God, on an alien sp- like sphere. Oh. This has just gotten uh, way better than that, like two seconds ago, right? <laughs> and I, I'm the the radio host, Madame Alexandra, um, mm. and it's it's a whole story of aliens attack us, and and we have to fight our way out and um yeah it's fun. what is it called Cos- again Co- cosmic love cosmic love i think you can find it on itunes possibly yeah, it sounds um, like something that you can you can definitely search cosmic love with madame Alexandra x-a-n-d-r-a <laughs> yeah. Neato McCheeto. Neato, Neato McMeeminenow. It sounds like Fifty Shades of Night Vale. It feels like the two of those came together. I feel like if there was a way to see what's going on, I feel like there would be zoomed in ass shots a lot, or no? Okay. Alien no, ass. that's Ninja Turtles. Yeah, I just thought it was like a similar platform. <laughs> You're never gonna forget me, you know. <laughs> <laughs> oh. oh. <laughs> <Off my lawn>. <laughs> <laughs> Full circle. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. <sighs>
If you've enjoyed this episode, don't keep it to yourself. Please let your podcasting friends out there know. In the world of iTunes, we exist there. That's a terrible way of saying that. <laughs> That's a terrible way. But you get iTunes, the idea. we on love, make happy. Podcast show, love me. Voice hers. Exist us, we do. Digitals. <laughs> Send treats and snacks. Uh, if you got questions and corrections of your own, you can always email us at turtlecompodcast at gmail.com. And uh, if you like the show, why not watch some of the accompanying episodes we're talking about and uh, feel free to question that way because it's always fun to be like, oh, this is what they're talking about. Totally get that. Makes more sense when you actually go back and watch the source material. You can feel the pain too. Yeah! (laughs) (laughs) My childhood. (laughs) Have a great week. We'll see you all again uh, whenever the hell we come out these days because we are lazy, lazy, lazy. talk about how great the Ben Affleck movie was? Yes! (laughs) (laughs) No, we cannot.